Hello and welcome to the Husky Pack Podcast. I'm your host, Superintendent Don Killingbeck, and today I'm joined by no other than Director of Innovation, Alex Holtum. We're super excited to have Alex talk uh, on this series about innovation. So our district was recently named... The Innovative District of the Year. And so to that, we followed up in, in episode one. Alex, we talked about our... Our uh, classroom tech and one-to-one technology. And so if you want to learn more about what's going on in our classrooms uh, here at Hemlock Public School District, please turn in a couple episodes back and, and find out. And then in our next episode, we talked about... Uh, the STEM Center and then uh, equitable access to internet. So we've really worked hard. We're a small rural school to talk about how do we make sure our students have access to Wi-Fi, the internet, uh, you know, in, in Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I mean, that's almost a base in today's world. In this episode, you know, I've been so excited. This has been a, a five-week, six-week project for us, the, these three podcasts. And today we're going to talk about the future. And so for us, being the innovative district of the year is not just about a moment in time. We're not stopping here. I don't know if, Alex, if you remember when we were there getting the award, you know, the, the one of the, the people in attendance kind of said in just, you know, it's like, well, it's downhill from here. You know, now you've reached the, the, the point where people recognize you as the innovative district and, you know, you guys are kind of done. And what was our response, Alex? It's like, well, I think we are able to win this twice in a row. So we're gonna we're gonna attack this and do it over again. Yeah, we're we're it, whether we win the award or not again, we're we are going to be the innovative district. I mean, that's part of our DNA. That's part of who we are. So, Alex, tell us a little bit about what's on the horizon. I know right now we're demoing a unit. We you know we have big plans for the future. Tell us what's going on. Yeah, right now we are demoing a product from Merlin Mind called the Symphony Classroom. And this is a really cool thing. It is a an AI smart assistant for teachers. So it's all about making their lives easier and also getting them away from their desk. So working their way around the room and being able to control their computer from anywhere in the classroom. So for for example, they could be like, hey Merlin, show my computer and Merlin will, um, it's like a switcher scaler as well. You have several inputs into the back of it. So it can show whatever input you'd like. And then you could also be like, hey Merlin, show uh, or share my link with Classroom. And whatever link you're on right now, it will copy that link, go to Classroom, ask what Classroom to paste it in, create the announcement and post it all in one go. So, I mean, it saves you so many steps. You're away from their desk. I mean, it is really, really a cool thing. And there's a lot of other features too, um, like switching tabs, using the remote, um, volume adjustment, opening websites, uh, also has deep integration with YouTube, Khan Academy, and working on Desmos. So a lot of of great websites and a lot of buy-in from big companies. That's so exciting. So really it's like every teacher having an assistant help them be able to do things. Yes, that's exactly right. It's like they have a teaching assistant at their desk uh, operating their computer. So Alex, you had mentioned they can be anywhere in the room. One of the reasons why, if they tuned into episode one, we talked about our classrooms are outfitted with an audio system and a mic. And so that mic that the teacher's wearing 
is connected right to Merlin. Yeah, so there's several options. They can use their in-room classroom mic, or they have a Merlin um, remote and microphone. It's an all-in-one unit, so they could push the mic button on their remote and talk into that, and then they can control the Merlin like that. It's great. Oh, that's amazing. What's the early feedback? We just installed this recently. Yeah, I think um, with any new tech, there's going to be bugs. Um, but so far, um, I think the teacher's been pretty happy with it. Um, she's been able to integrate it pretty fast. Um, that's that's a good part about um, having a teacher that's it's really excited about technology and using different websites and apps. So she's able to integrate right with classroom right away and um, Khan Academy especially in her room so it's it's just about you know getting that first experience with this tech and being able to share feedback so we can um, not only help our our path forward but also get feedback to Merlin Mind so they can make product adjustments in the future so there's clearly you know a theme to what we do uh, and that theme is to test put it into a classroom in the future. This this room actually is next to the classroom in the future and, and we put it in in that classroom instead. But the idea is test it and then expand from there. And so, you know, our goal is to make sure that it works, that it's scalable, that it's something cost effective. And, and from what I understand in conversation with you, it's actually less expensive than our previous scalar switcher. And so putting that in and then adding that type of technology as systems fail and as Merlin gets better and better is actually a smart move for us as a district. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't agree more. It's it's a great cost effective solution for for all all that you get. I mean, it's a it's a great smart teaching assistant. So in addition to this type of, you know, smart classroom, you know, we're looking at a couple different things. I know right now I'm having you evaluate um, you know, flat panels that can, uh, or, you know, a flat panel TV that actually turns into a table and then can be used from preschool all the way to high school. It can be used in like an anatomy class where actually you could do a dissection. Um, it can be used by kids to play learning games at a table uh, type of thing. Uh, so we're, we're investigating that. I think our plan is to get a couple of those uh, in place next year. But we're also looking at virtual reality. Can you, you tell me a little bit about how that might impact? Yeah, future? virtual reality is a really exciting space. Um, typically, when people say virtual reality, they think video games exclusively. But um, they're really starting to venture into education, which is really, I mean, it's really exciting. I just attended a, a virtual reality immersion workshop, which sounds crazy and it, it was it was a great experience everyone got to use one of the meta quest 2 headsets so uh, i'll just walk through my quick experience with it you you start by going into this first steps application and really just exploring like what your vr controller can do and what your headset's capable of and then as soon as you're done with the first steps, you jump right into National Geographic VR. And I went on a kayaking journey in Antarctica, and then I climbed an ice wall. And um, there's there's so many apps like that where it just it just feels like you're there. I mean, I felt like I should have probably put a coat on. I mean, I was like, <laughs> the wind was blowing, and um, it, it was so crazy. When I first stepped into the kayak, I, I felt like I was going to 
I mean, I, I do kayaking in real life, so I was like, I know I shouldn't be doing this, but uh, you climb in and it, it just feels really, really surreal. And um, just to, to lead into like education purposes, uh, there's a lot of education-based uh, field trips. Um, you can you can uh, learn a lot about like um, animals and biology and so many different things. Um, and the crazy thing is Facebook and Meta, they haven't really ventured into the education market yet. They're just exploring that. I've actually seen some, some job posting recently of um, like head of education. So it's like they are just starting to explore this and it's crazy where they're at already. So as we work through that, you know, this next year, we're going to have at least one headset and we're going to start to explore maybe putting that into a, one of our classrooms of the future, using some of the apps and, and doing some of those field trips for kids that uh, we otherwise couldn't. We can't go to Antarctica with our kids, but right. we can take them there through VR. What are some other things that we're working on? Yeah, so um, fortunately, I've been, I, I have a class at Georgia Tech right now, which is all about educational technology and researching. So I'm able to not only explore VR, but also AR, which is augmented reality. So when you think VR, you think um, a headset where you look around and it's like a whole different world. AR is more of like you have, um, for example, let's say you have glasses on and then you have, you can still see the world around you, but there's also like different aspects that pop up. So like, um, let's say I was working on a math problem and I didn't remember a formula. I could have the formula up on the screen. I could also see the projector in front of me that the teacher's teaching on. So it's like different, um, it's like a heads up display. So I have different access to different graphics and stuff while I'm still seeing the world around me. It's just the craziest experience. Like I could see in five or 10 years where every student has a lens, they just drop down in front of them and they have access to all these different cool add-ons. Oh, that's, that's amazing. Now, we don't have, we're not launching that no, as a test. No, definitely not. For next year. <laughs> not yet. It's something that we're, we're going to be working on. We're yeah. going to be on the forefront. Uh, we're going to lead uh, education in our region, in our state. And uh, Alex, we're also, we partnered recently with Script and uh, had staff K-12 in, uh, talking about coding uh, and providing students with coding experiences. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, so uh, code.org, they have a great curriculum they built uh, called Computer Science Foundations. And it's all about um, just getting access to computer science in any subject. So, I mean, you can be in physics, you could be in English. It's, it's all about just like not only having like a computer science elective, but also, you know, dabbling in computer science in any subject because otherwise it might be kind of overwhelming to uh, say yeah I'm going to sign up for a computer science class where instead we can kind of sneak it in otherwise and they'll get access to uh, computer science education like that. So just embedding the the uh, coding right into our exactly current, uh, current classes that's really exciting. Well Alex one of the things that has happened over the last couple of months is you know, people want to know more about what we're doing here. They want to know what's going on in our classroom, what's going on at the STEM Center, how we've built this uh, equity access model, and what, what do we see as the future? And so they're reaching out. What's the best way to reach you here? Yeah, so uh, you can find my email on the website, but it is also uh, haltum at hemlockps.com, or you can look me up on LinkedIn 
Alex Altum, and uh, I, I try to post a little bit on there, and I know Don's pretty active on there as well. In, if people need to, to speak with me, I'm found on our website, which is hemlockps.com. Uh, my email is killingbeck uh, at hemlockps.com. As Alex mentioned, you can find me on LinkedIn as well, killingbeck, Don Killingbeck, uh, or on Twitter at kbeck underscore edu. And, you know, one of the things, education in, in our state is competitive, but we are an open book. Uh, one of the things we tell people who are afraid because they might be competing with us in their own mind uh, is that you can copy everything we're doing because what we're sharing today, we're actually six months out. In today's conversation on our podcast, we're actually telling you what we're, what we're doing in the next six months and what the future holds. So you could catch up if you want to. Uh, it'd be hard to, to catch up, but uh, you can feel free to try. Um, so with that, Alex, any parting words or wisdom? No, just uh, really, really appreciate everyone for listening and uh, really excited about the future of education and all the cool tech that we get to explore. Well, with that, we're going to tune out. And so we encourage you to stay tuned to the Husky Pack podcast. If this is the first time you listened, we encourage you to listen to episode one and two of this series. But uh, keep in t- touch uh, with the Husky Pack podcast and with Hemlock Public School District. Have a Husky-tastic day over and out. Alex Holtum, Don Killingbeck. Beck.